Good evening, Batmites. This is Steve. And this is Andy. And this is Steve and Andy Me Batman, episode 51. Better luck next time. We made it. I know. I can't believe it. You know, when we first started out, when did we start this podcast? M- many years ago. Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, I can't. I, I don't remember, honestly. I, I, mm, <laughs> I know do you I. just said that, but I... <laughs> uh, you know, we started out, people said, you're this not going to make it. No, it can't yeah. be done. Yeah. We had naysayers. Lots of them. And not just horses. <laughs> what is this, horse, Phil? Exactly. <laughs> so... And what did we say? We said... It can, it, it can be done. Well, we, we at first, remember, we said, you're probably right. Well, well yeah, yeah. yeah. But then we said, wait a minute. Just do it. Nike, who was our sponsor at the time. Right, yeah. But they yeah. dropped out. They dropped out early, early on because yeah, it was they, pretty bad. Well, the, well, I've always heard that the show was too controversial for Nike to want to be associated with it. <laughs> it was. Yeah. And, I mean, they've had some controversial things, right? Like... Oh, Michael I know. Jordan himself. Exactly. Remember they were going to make the Air Stephen Andy sneakers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, instead of like a guy like outstretched out with a ball, it's just going to be a Our guy cases. sitting, a guy sitting yeah. at a computer. Yeah, yeah. With so here we are, 51 episodes later. We've, we've just completed our 50th episode. And how Can do you, you feel? Can you believe the 50th episode? Oh my God, no, I can't. I so- honestly can't. I can't imagine it. Some people say it was too hot for TV. Yeah, it, and it was because we tried right. to put it on TV, and it, and they it was said too they, hot. no one would do it. No so one. here we are, live from. I don't Austin. think it was. I don't think it was too hot for TV, though. I think it was fine for tuberculosis. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> We're live from Austin, Texas, and Mankato, Minnesota. How are you doing today? How how are things in Mankato? They're fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's you know that's good. How are things in uh, in, in in what I like to call a town? Oh, a town is. Is great. Isn't that what they? Isn't that what people call it? Yeah, there? people call it the Big A. The Big A, Aville, Aville, A City. <laughs> no, oh, A City. I'm gonna. Good. No one says that, but I'm starting it because nobody awesome. says A City. <laughs> no, but I, I'm going to. A City. <laughs> keep Austin smelling. Keep A City smelling weird. <laughs> so, I know the fans out there, the Bat Mites. Clamoring Mites. because you know the last episode or forty ninth episode, the last time we did a Batman show. Yes, we left Batman hanging, basically. hanging. Oh yeah, almost literally hanging, yeah. and uh, wasn't looking good. And they've had to wait. You know, the thing is, it never is looking good for Batman. No, it usually is not. He leads a hard life. He does. It's it's not easy for him. No, it's no. Really not. So, are you ready to find out what happens? To the Dark Knight, the Bright Knight, as Adam West likes to call himself. <laughs> yeah, that's what he calls. Yeah, yeah, that's what he calls himself. Um, um, am I ready? I think I am. Okay, but the question what? is: Are the mites ready? I would say no, but let's let's go for it. Well, because if they're not, they can either pause it. Or you can pause it. it if you're not. That's a good point. If you're not ready, I know that some of our fans like to listen. While they're out for a run at the gym, get, because this will get you pumped up at the gym. Oh, yeah, it is. And if you're not ready, if if you're if you're in the middle of a set, if you're benching right now, bench pressing, get with, with no spotter. 
Oh, with no spot. I don't use a spotter because, you know, it's more BA that way, you know? Yeah. You need to pause the show. Take a moment. If you're running, run, run, sit down wherever you are. Take a moment and get ready. Okay. So we're going to give you a second and you pause, pause the episode. If you need, take as much time as you need. We'll be here. Okay. So go ahead. Because I've actually heard people that are exercising, benching, while listening to an episode, go into like like a form of shock, or like kind lose, of and, yeah, and lose all feeling in their hands, and they just drop the bar of weight right on top of themselves. That can happen. That instantly. that has happened. Yeah, and also they go into like berserker mode and just go nuts on it and just yeah. destroy the thing. Yeah. So take a moment. Yeah. We'll, we'll 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 give you a second right now. So okay. All right, now that you're ready, let's get some facts on this episode. All right. That was a this really is, serious intro, I had to say. That was. Whoa. Well, this, this is a serious episode. It is. <laughs> there will be no this, jokes in this episode. This is, this is what a lot of people like to claim the most serious Batman's ever been. <laughs> yeah. They say, it, they, they, they say it's not Christopher Nolan's films. It's not, that, this doesn't it's not, have the camp of those Christopher Nolan films. No, no, it's not Frank. Frank Miller's Year One or Dark Knight Rises. It's not, you know, The Man Who Laughs by Brew Baker. It's nothing no, like that. No, no, no. This, this is dark. This, this is this is this is it right here. Dark and gritty. <laughs> Better <laughs> who, luck who next directed time. this? Well, it, it says directed by um, James Sheldon, but yeah. I, I I I think that's a pseudonym. Yeah. For uh, uh, Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> so my favorite Batman director. Yeah, I think this is what he did between Doctor Strange Love yeah, and 2001. Yeah. yeah. After Doctor Strange, but, but after Doctor Strange Love, he's like I want something that really tests me. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And and, and, uh, and they said, "All right, here's a script. It's called Better Luck Next Time." Yeah, and he did it and he and he he was after he watched it when he was finished with it, he was like, "This is too dark even for me." <laughs> and so he put the James Sheldon name on it and he's like, yeah. "I got to do something lighter." Something yeah. easier to digest, and, and he, uh, yeah, and that's why he does Space Odyssey. Yeah. And by the way, I want to point out, better luck next time has nothing to do with this episode, right? There's nothing about luck in this episode at all. No. Okay. Well, at the end, if you remember, at the end of the episode, yeah, uh, uh, O'Hara touches a monolith and he becomes a star baby. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do remember that. I mean, that is the ending. Not of the to spoil episode. it for people, but yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. So okay, directed is... by Stanley Kubrick. Right, right. It's written by Stanley Ralph Ross and Lee Orgel. Okay. The famous writing duo yep. that also wrote The Perfect Crime. Yep, yep. They got a follow up. <laughs> and uh, cast Julie Newmar, Catwoman. Yep, yep. The, the legendary Jock Mahoney as Leo. Yeah, he did a great Ralph, job. Oh, yeah. Ralph Manza, mm-hmm. the elites. Mm-hmm. Alex Sharp, henchman. How do you like to be that henchman? Wait, there were three henchmen? Yeah, in the fight. Oh, that's right. That's right. They did catch two. Okay. They just didn't. They just didn't name him. Right. What, what I do enjoy though is that the other two henchmen have names of famous cats: Leo the lion, which is yeah. the MGM cat lion, I guess. Yeah. And Felix the cat. Yeah. But couldn't they have called like henchmen? I don't know, like crazy for crazy cats. Or I don't know. What, I mean, there's got to be another Tom cat. for Tom cat. You know, for Tom and Jerry. Yeah, Tom or I mean Heathcliff wasn't around, right? <laughs> Nothing I know of. Yeah, I mean they could have gone with Heathcliff. That would have been better. Or if Jim Davis wrote this episode, Garfield. <laughs> Garfield the cat. Yeah. 
So last time that, that that henchman really likes lasagna and sleeps. That's why he only shows up in the one scene. Yes, yeah. He was sleeping through the he other was. parts. Last time on Batman, we saw Catwoman steal a golden cat statue belonging to an eccentric millionaire who was not Bruce Wayne. Of course, since it was a millionaire, Gordon makes it a top priority and gets Batman on the case. Batman and Robin figure out that the statue is one of a pair of two and that Catwoman was planning on stealing the other one. That's kind of obvious. Batman sprays some non-EPA-approved radioactive spray on the cat and waits for Catwoman to steal it. And once she does, he tracks her back to her hideout in an abandoned fur factory. And uh, there's a few cat puns and a couple booby traps. And before you know it, Robin is sucked through a tube and Batman winds up alone in a pit with a tiger. That's a pretty good summary of the last episode. That is. I mean, that pretty much sums up. There's no reason to listen to episode yeah, four. Yeah, just skip it. Skip it, yeah. <laughs> just skip it and listen to this one. So we open on Batman stuck in the pit. The tiger is closing in. It's, he's kind of jumping on Batman. And Batman's just sort of like skipping around lamely. Do you think Adam West did his own stunts here? I think he did his own. I, I don't think he did his stunts. I think he did uh, the tiger's stunts. Yeah, that's what I mean. I was, I'm actually impressed because that tiger... Could have snapped at any moment. It could have been a very horrific Actually, scene. I'm more impressed that the tiger did it. Adam West could have snapped at any that's, moment. Yeah, again, that's what I mean. Yeah, the tiger was... They put the tiger in the bat suit and Adam West in a Batman <laughs> suit and had him dance around. So exactly. I, I felt like this little dance goes on for way too long. <laughs> and it does. They like re, they're like, all right, we got this tiger. Let's... Let's you know, use thing, them. This thing costs $2,000 for the day. We got to use We got to use this thing. So um, eventually Batman puts on a pair of these bat claws and starts scaling the walls. But what can he do? The, the roof of the pit is closed. Of course, Catwoman is watching all this on a monitor. And she tells Batman that he can't hang there forever. Eventually ha- he'll have to fall and be eaten. And she mentions that the Tinkerbell the Tiger, an original name. I, I don't know. I mean, what were they? <laughs> is hungry and i <laughs> like this batman scolds her and says she should take better care of her pets you have to feed them on a schedule well, well, well batman's a good pet owner he spays and neuters all of his pets yes. and, I mean, including you mean aunt harriet and, and yeah, alfred, oh, yeah. Aunt, oh yeah definitely aunt that's harriet that's what he means <laughs> he considers yeah, yeah. them his pets yeah 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 alfred is neutered yeah and thank god for that honestly <laughs> I, he, he was I getting know. aggressive before well, that's why they did it he was peeing on everything marking exactly. his territory yeah they had humping, to humping everyone's legs <laughs> So Catwoman uh, turns off the the monitor. She says she can't stand the sight of blood, uh, which is a huge mistake. She needs to follow up on these traps. It's, this is a classic Batman villain mistake right here. Um, all, the, all the Batman villains hate the sight of blood. That's yeah, why they're that, always – that's yeah. the issue. That's the issue. It's always yeah. – always uh, she tells Batman TTFN, which stands for Tata for now. I like oh, this sort of, sort of a proto-internet uh, proto, uh, speak thing going on. Yeah, like, we'll, we'll... – she Batman was big. WTF, yeah. Yeah, Kellen was big in the development of, like, Twitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, and She's, texting. like, hashtagging stuff. Yeah. She's, like... Before she was... She would write down notes, just, like, notes on a piece of paper for her yeah. intern, and she would hashtag them. Yeah, like, TTFN, hashtag Batman is dead. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And she also says she's off to pluck Robin's feathers. Was that some sort of, like, virginity yeah. thing? Yeah, it was. I'm gonna pluck his feathers. But little does she know, his feathers have been plucked. Exactly. And I, yeah, we saw that earlier. And I, I can't. <laughs> so, um, so Batman is trapped. He's going to fall and be eaten, right? What does he do? He gets out some bat earplugs. And at this point, I thought he was resigning to the fact that he was going to die. He just wanted to put on his earplugs, die in peace and silence, just fall into the void. <laughs> but I was wrong. Batman instead 
calls the narrator says he calls on his fantastic storehouse of audio engineering knowledge, which we've never seen before. Well, Bruce, though, I mean, it's not stated in the show, but you're supposed to just kind of like gather it yourself. Yeah. But he's a true, true audiophile. Oh yes, yes, like I diamond mean, tip. Yeah. Uh, vinyl record players. He yeah. only buys like the the very best, and I mean. He doesn't own any CDs. It's all vinyl, all yeah. original, oh, original masters. He's very much into it. And in fact, um, for the series, which they kind of retconned it a little bit in the first episode, they mentioned Bruce's parents dying, but after that, they kind of like stray away from it. Yeah. And and so in one of the episodes, in one of the scenes, it was cut out though. In one of the scenes, though, it, it, it's it's said that um, Bruce actually becomes a millionaire by selling and installing high end stereo yeah. equipment. Yeah. So yeah, and that's how we met Alfred. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Uh, Alfred was into it too. Yeah. Oh, Alfred's into it. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, so he uses this this storehouse of audio engineering knowledge. He reverses the polarity on his bat communicator and broadcasts his high frequency signal. And the narrator points out that Batman knows full well that this signal will split the tiger's skull. So the tiger just sort of lays down, and Batman busts open the door and escapes. I think. I think the tiger dies. Yeah, we can. I we can only assume that the tiger died of. A brain aneurysm and yeah, that's what I cruelty from Batman. Um, oh, he he doesn't have any, he feels no pity for for our four legged <laughs> friends. I want to point out we're we're a good five six minutes into this episode at this point, and mm-hmm. Batman is just now escaping the trap. And normally they take care of this within like the first minute. Or oh, we're also a good five minutes to the episode, and Batman's already murdered and an endangered species. <laughs> yeah, usually that happens in the first minute. So I mean, it's a little slow moving here. Uh, Isn't Bruce a member of one of those hunting clubs where they just where the millionaires just fly around in a helicopter? Yeah, just shoot. Yeah, shoot things, people. Yeah, the the most the most dangerous dangerous game. game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that what he's doing with O'Hara? No, see, he told O'Hara he wanted to play the most dangerous game, so O'Hara came over with some baby oil and a twister set. (laughs) (laughs) And and. Nothing it turns it. out, but it turns out he had the same thing in mind. Yeah, that's what he meant, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Batman goes out into the hallway. He starts sneaking around. I think he's doing a very poor job. He's kind of just walking. He's not, like, crouching or looking around corners. He's just, like, walking very slowly, upright. Um, he inexplicably puts this glittery Batman sticker on the wall well, that's, and that's walks shade, off. Shades of John Blake in uh, <laughs> yes, Dark Knight Rises. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I love that. I eventually we figure out that Batman sticker was so he could like mark his path in case he got lost. But well, I like I, to, I, I like to think he just he just like likes to put that up around places. Well, at the end of the episode, Felix ends up going to the Batcave and becomes Batman at the end. That's right. That's right. Um, uh, meanwhile, in the main room of Catwoman's lair, we see Robin. He's being held down by some of Catwoman's I, I goons. In, in, in the first episode, it said that this is an abandoned warehouse. Yeah. What kind of warehouse is this? It looks like a medieval torture pit. It does. Yes, it does. Um, so Robin's being held down. He can't get away. Catwoman tells her goons to clip Robin's wings. Meanwhile, Batman is still lost <laughs> in the hallways of the basement. He's very – he's stumped by these hallways. He, he's thinking he, the same thing. What kind of warehouse is this? Like, what, what, what am I doing? Uh, later, we see Robin being suspended over another pit of tigers. How many tigers does this woman own? I at, at least three. So they so they had to rent two for the uh, production of this. Yes, and they wanted to get their money's worth because they okay. they really just wanted one, but it just came with another one. So they're like, oh, we got to devise it. Get this thing too. Because <laughs> we're like ten minutes into the show, 
maybe even longer, maybe like almost halfway into the episode. And um, we are still involved in traps, like Robin's being trapped. Um, so he's just been still kind of trapped. Batman's just stuck in a hallway. They rented a hallway for the for the production too. And <laughs> we got we got to use this one. Um, so Robin's suspended over a pit of tigers. Catwoman pours some catnip on him. Uh, she says it's perfect, and they're really running out of cat puns at this point because they've used that one at least no, no, three the only four times. Perfect. There's like catalog. <laughs> they were it's, using. Did that. she ever yeah. say that? I'm she did. She did at one point. Catalog. Yeah. Uh, Robin says, <laughs> "I love this." It he was, says, was, "Was it there a scene that when uh, Leo screams out of the bathroom that we're out of uh, toilet paper and she yells in to use the Sears catalog?" Yeah, yeah. Uh, Robin says, and I love this, he goes, Catwoman, you are not a nice person. <laughs> they begin lowering Robin into the pit. Well, he's right. He's right, yeah. Catwoman leaves. Again, a huge mistake. Why lower him slowly? Just drop him in. <laughs> but she does leave her goons behind. I have to give her credit. Well, yeah. yeah. But um, they are goons. Yeah. There's a reason why they're goons. They never explain where exactly she goes. She just <laughs> decides to leave. Um, before she goes, well, she tells... I, I, th- I think Robin's burn of you're not a nice person, really, really hurt. Yeah, she's like, I got it. She went outside to cry and smoke a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so Robin, oh, yeah, before she leaves, though, she tells Robin to say hi to Batman and that great scratching post in the sky. It's a weird religion she's into. <laughs> so, so, uh, Robin is being lowered to the pit. Batman is nowhere to be seen. He's baffled by the hallways. Again, yeah, we're. I'd like to point out we're, we're about halfway through this episode and still in a trap situation. Um, just as Robin is about to be eaten by the, t- the tigers, Batman swings in from this, like, indoor window. <laughs> I, have no, I don't know why, he, why it took him so long to find it. He <laughs> saves Robin. Um, don't ask me how Batman got to that window. Uh, a fight breaks out between the dynamic duo and the goons. You know, at this point, I was hoping one of the goons would be eaten by a tiger. I was actually thinking that was going to happen, too. I thought too. it was, but no such luck. It, it's a standard Batman fight. Nothing special. Yeah. Uh, one one goon way. does start swinging some fire. Like the yeah, I mean, there was a bit of the ground fire. that caught on fire, too, if you notice. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's good. It wasn't I mean, bad. the stakes were a little higher in this one, I Yeah, guess. it was. There was a pit of tigers in the middle. Yeah, the and there was a fire. Yeah. So eventually, Batman and Robin subdue two of the goons, but the other one escapes. Robin says, let's go chase after him. And Batman says, no. We better. It's better to investigate Catwoman's lair because maybe they'll find her in there. Like he just didn't want to run out. Robin knew. Robin, why didn't Robin say no? She left. I was there. She she left. She's gone. I think. Yeah, Batman's being lazy. Yeah. Well, he just spent like half hour walking through the halls, and he's probably pretty tired. <laughs> Eventually, Batman and Robin leave, and uh, I'm assuming that no one fed those tigers. Well, I'm assuming that Batman fed the fed the criminals. Oh, really? to maybe. The so either either he fed the criminals to the tigers, or they starved to death. Or he fed the tigers to the criminals. Oh, that's a third option I did not think of. Uh, la- later, in, we see Gordon in his office. He, he's on the phone with someone named Charlie. It, I, it's his I'm bookie. Sure it's his bookie, Yeah, right? he's putting in a few last-minute bets, and he's, okay, Charlie, put 100 on. He's, it's Olympic betting, I'm assuming. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Put, what, what put 100 on the Gotham Gladiators. The Gotham Gladiators. Uh, yeah, Gordon's a rambling man, a gambling man, you know. He, you know. No, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Isn't he, like, real, like, uh, unbuttoned, real yeah. casual? So Charlie was either his bookie or his pimp. <laughs> or, or, or both. Or both, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just in the bath. Oh, yeah, how do you think he pays for those bets? Exactly. Right. 
Just then the bat phone rings. Gordon runs over to grab it. It's Robin. I love how Gordon addresses Robin. Like, oh, hello, boy wonder. <laughs> That's how he talks to everyone, though. I kind of like this. Normally, I don't think we've ever seen Robin talk on the bat phone before. I kind of like how they gave him this role. Um, a little more responsibility. Yeah, yeah. Gordon says he just got back from a, quote, late night session at the mayor's office. He wants that, that action. Means, that means massage parlor. Yeah. He says, late night session at the mayor's office. He wants action fast. Exactly. What, what the hell is that supposed to mean? You, you know what it means. I th- it's one of those key parties Gordon loves so much. Yeah, I think it's one of those key slash millionaires. Yes, and that's why we don't see O'Hara in this episode. Yeah, because he's still there. Yeah, he's he brought his twister set and he was exactly. good to go. Uh, let's Robin, just say, let, let's just say there's was a couple tubs of sherbet. That's right. Robert informs Gordon that um, they've caught the goons and that they have both of the cat statues in their possession. Gordon seems oddly relieved that the cat statues have been recovered. He says, "Quote that'll take some of the pressure off." Well, because it was, you know, something stolen from a millionaire. I, I think that's, yeah, pressure from the millionaires of Gotham that Gordon if, if, sold if, out to. If, like, like, uh, uh, I forget what his name was. Shoot. Oh. Bo Winkle. What was his first name? Mark Andrews? Mar- Mark no. Anders? No, 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 no. Rocky and Bo Winkle? No, no, Bo Winkle. Remember he was in the Mad Hatter episode? Oh, I forget, I forget. I was, uh, shoot, I was going to make a joke about him. I don't remember that part. If we don't remember it, it's likely that no no one else will. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Yeah, so Robin gets off the phone, and this, did you notice this really strange? Gordon, he says, over and out and good luck, and then he looks directly at the camera and says, to all of us. I thought it was like a good night, good luck kind of moment. Maybe I was I, I was weirded out when he looked I think, into my I eyes. I think I think um um um. <laughs> I know I was weirded out when he looked and when he when he looked at me. I think it was it, he was breaking character. Like yeah, they told I, him not to do that, but he just did it every single take. Yeah, so and he did it every single take because when he when he did the forget it, just cut that part out. <laughs> Um, so Batman and Robin are confused as to why Catwoman would, would leave the cat statues behind after she went through such great lengths to steal them. So they get to work analyzing the statues. They use the metal, uh, analyzer, the spectroscope. They both come up negative, which I don't know what that means, but Robin seems sad about that. Yeah. Robin's about to get up, give up when Batman notices that both cats have some strange markings on them. I like how it took them this long to notice it. I like how nobody ever noticed it Yes, that's right. Uh, Batman gets an idea. He races over to the Bat Research Shelf, which appears to just be a dictionary in the complete volume of the history of Gotham City. And if you remember from last time, Catwoman checked the history of Gotham City out from the library. Hmm. Batman starts flipping through. You can only assume that he's read and memorized this book because he knows exactly where to go. Apparently, there's an obscure legend. I think it was luck, actually. Yeah, it might have been. <laughs> might have been. Apparently, there's an obscure legend that these cats belong to. Jim Beard should make a sequel to Gotham City 14 Miles, and he should name it after that book. The History of Gotham City? Yeah. I like that, actually. It's not a bad idea. Uh, so, apparently, there's an obscure legend that these cats belong to the pirate Captain Minx. Um, if Batman knew knew this, uh, if Batman knew this, why didn't he mention it earlier? So apparently, Captain Minx promised all of his treasure to the orphans of Gotham, and I find this a little ironic because a pirate is more generous than millionaire playboy Bruce Wayne, who for- uses his fortune to force Alfred to do his bidding. 
I'm right. not. I'm not. So. You're not surprised. I mean, no, yeah. After after having watched the show this much, I guess I'm not surprised either. Exactly. So apparently, no one ever found Captain Minx's treasure, and is that what Catwoman is up to? Later, Batman decipher. Why would he hide the treasure though? Why wouldn't he just give it to the? Yeah, Wolverine? it's unclear. It's unclear. I mean, we we'd have to read the history of Gotham to know. That's true. That's true. So later, Batman deciphers the clues. Apparently, the cats somehow form a map to the treasure of Captain Minx. I, yeah, you're right. How did no one get... Uh, no one else has figured this out, and it took Batman and Robin, like, five minutes. <laughs> it was, like, pretty obvious, and the story was printed right there in the history of Gotham. Yeah, it's not, like, and something no one's ever heard of. The complete history of Gotham City is given to every child born in Gotham. Well, it was a bestseller for years. Oh, yeah. Many, many people like to say that Fifty Shades of Grey is today's equivalent of yes. the history of Gotham. Yeah, I have, I've heard that from Jim Beard himself. yeah. yeah. So there's a secret treasure that Catwoman's trying to find. So Robin grabs one of the statues, and he's talking to Batman about the treasure, how are we going to get it? And Batman says, watch out. They, if you remember, they sprayed some radioactive spray <laughs> on the cat. Uh, Robin realizes that some of the ra- radioactivity might have rubbed off on Catwoman. I'm not sure that that's how radioactivity exactly well, doesn't unless rub off. Like, unless she's using it in an unusual way. Oh, my God. That's a good point. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, then there's no. a cut. And there's a cut scene where yes, she's Burt using Ward's, it. Like no, where Burt Ward's licking the the cat statue now. He's like, why does this smell weird? <laughs> Alfred, Alfred, why does it smell like you? <laughs> why does it smell like Aunt Harriet? <laughs> that's, that's disturbing. I might, yeah. Oh, God, I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, if they wait long enough, eventually. Catwoman will get cancer and die, I guess, because she's been exposed to this terrible radiation. That's true. Um, but that's maybe not that's, what they Maybe do. that's why Eartha Kitt became Catwoman in season That's what I, I'm assuming. That's why it explains the multiple Catwomen, I think. Is it Catwomen or Catwomans? I cat think it's Catwomans. Catwomen. Yeah. yeah. So Batman and Robin use their radioactive tracking device, track down Catwoman. They race off in the Batmobile. Later, we see Catwoman and... Her goon, uh, Leo, in some strange cave. They found the treasure. They dig it up. And I don't know about you, but I was wildly disappointed. It's yeah, just it like too. a small box. They spent all of their money, their budget. They're like, okay, the budget's probably what, like 30000 bucks for this episode? Yeah. 29000 of that went to those two tigers for the day. Exactly, yeah. And they're like, crap, we need a treasure. We need Captain Minx's treasure. I <sighs> just... It's like a cardboard box and put some, like, aluminum foil in there. Like, Get what, some of those, like, chocolate That's what coins. it is, yeah. But Catwoman is excited. She's into it. And she yeah. says, think of all the pussy willows I can buy. And we oh, all know my that. God. Do you think it ever gets tiring for Catwoman to be vampy and sexy, like, 24 hours a day? No, no. Do I get tired of that? No. Do you think she does, though? No. It seems like a lot Maybe. of work. It does. It does, actually. But her goon's excited. He he says now that the other goons are gone, they can split the money two ways. And cat- so now, do you think the Catwoman goon, the Catwoman goons, are like the most I don't know, like respected or looked up to goons in all of Gotham City? Um, yeah. Who like what's the hierarchy among the goons? Um, obviously I mean, the the lowest are the the Cossacks, right? <laughs> I mean, they're I pretty so. low on that. I would say so. But I mean, it's like you have a choice of being goons for like the Penguin. Or like the Riddler King, had his rat King, gang. The, yeah, King Tut, yeah. the Riddler, or like Catwoman. Yeah, you got to think Catwoman's up there. I mean, that's like the 
the Starbucks of goons, right? I mean, they're paying I mean, if for... You remember, if you remember the Riddler's rats, we're always complaining about, about they didn't have anything to eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, she fed them pussy willows all the time. They got as much <laughs> pussy willows as they could eat. Exactly. Yeah, they're not a bad deal. I wouldn't think so. Mr. Freeze's villains got as much popsicles as they could eat. Right. Right, I, that that was failed. That was I think failed. I think Anne Harriet had the had the <laughs> the same the same thing as Catwoman though. That's true. That's true. all the, the help that came by to like wash windows and stuff. Yeah, that's what she always offered them some pie. Exactly. She's, she's offering that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah <laughs> this episode is is explicit today. <laughs> this is you gotta you have to put the explicit tag on this one. I don't know how. I don't know how. I might. I'll figure it out. I think it's because it's 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 the fifty first episode. That's right. This is we're going downhill. Exactly. <laughs> repeat, you, think this, you, you think you think this one is just bad? Wait. Just wait eighteen more episodes. You know what I mean? <laughs> Meanwhile, well, we see Batman and Robin racing to find Catwoman. When the road explodes, it's a trap. Catwoman mined the road with mines. That's, pl- I that's the plan word. B. Yeah, that was that was her plan B. Uh, luckily, the bat armor protected the Batmobile. It's a quality American-made automobile. That's all Batman will buy. GM yes. or nothing. Exactly. <laughs> Batman. He, he has a little sticker on the back of the Batmobile. You can't see it because it moves so Pretty fast. Small, yeah. But it's but it's of Calvin peeing on Toyota <laughs> logo. Batman and Robin pull up. Um, and see the cave where Catwoman is hiding. Inside the cave, the goon. He's just finished stuffing all the gold into a bag when Catwoman knocks him out um she's not splitting her loot with anyone no just sending Batman and Robin rush in Catwoman runs off they chase her through this cave I must say this is like not only is this a well-lit cave it would be completely dark in there also this is like a huge cave and you would have to assume this is some sort of tourist attraction in a clean cave yes it's very clean and again why has no no one found the treasure yeah, just I mean, just by accident, because it took yeah, Catwoman like on it. it took her like five minutes to dig it up, right? Unless it was the cave, like in Werner Herzog's documentary, Cave of Forgotten Dreams, it was like perfectly preserved. No one knew it was oh, there. Oh, it could have been, yeah, yeah. But that's that's doubtful to me. <laughs> so anyway, um, and, and if that is the case, then Catwoman and Batman and Robin are just destroying it. They are. They're just running. Oh, there's like paintings on the wall, and Batman's just yeah. picking up dust at them. Oh, yeah. So they race around the cave. Uh, eventually, Batman, Batman and Robin chase Catwoman to what appears to be a dead end. She's on the edge of this huge pit, this cliff. She can't make the leap with that huge bag of gold still with her, but she tries it anyway. She she doesn't have a rope, so she thinks, I can do it. And you hear the chanting. and right, yeah. But she doesn't make it. She's clinging onto the edge of the other side. Batman says, you have to drop the bag of gold into that bottomless pit, or you'll fall, you'll die. She says, I can't do it. I, I won't do it. And she's thinking of the pussy willows, and, it, and she eventually <laughs> falls to her death and screams on the way down. Um, if you notice, Robin seems way more broken up over her fall than, than Batman's, Batman's, I think, a little excited about it. He points out, don't worry, she has nine lives. And that's not how it... That's not a real thing, Batman. That's no, just a saying. No. Yeah. Um, so as Bruce and Dick leave the cave, they find Catwoman's pet cat, and they take it, of course. They just leave the goon there to die. <laughs> well, yeah. And Catwoman. Just, there's, no attempt, there's no attempt to save her or find her body. No, I'm assuming Bruce went ahead and he just strangled the goon to yeah, death. Yeah. Strangled the last bit of life in him. And there's also no attempt to, um, yeah, to go down there, find Catwoman, and find that 
treasure and give it to orphans. Batwoman, Bat, or Bat, Batman says it's a bottomless pit, which again does not exist. That's not a real thing. Well, and he also doesn't know. It's not like he went up and he yeah put a rope down there to see how far it goes down. Yeah, he he did, did no attempt. She's He's just, just down there rotting. Yeah. I mean, it could have been like a five foot drop. They kick the goon down there, and they <laughs> tell Gordon, Catwoman fled town. Yeah. That's what they said. Yeah, that's all they say. So later, back in Wayne Manor, Bruce and Dick are playing that weird three-level chess again. Bruce is just schooling Dick, handing it to him. <laughs> like, Alfred comes over, helps Dick out. He says, I'll move the knight here. And Bruce kind of gives him a look and then moves well, a piece and checkmates him. Because Alfred, well, Alfred have... lost a day's pay for helping yes. Dick with that chess game. But not a, he didn't help him at all. Alfred sucks at chess. <laughs> it's like... yeah, but, he, but Bruce... Still feels that he was attempting to help. Yes, him. Bruce did not like that. That was yeah. not good for Alfred. Yeah. Uh, just an air- Harriet runs in carrying the cat that Batman and Robin saved. Keep in mind, this cat knocked a security guard and Robin clean Ow. out. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 Harriet's trying to get it under control. She yeah, says, like, quote, and Harriet can do that." She says, "Quote the little heathen stole the lobster she was trying to make for dinner." She hates cats, and yeah, she's very superstitious. Bruce and 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 Dick just kind of laugh at her. Pain and Harriet's for certain is for certain that the cat's going to try to steal its breath when she sleeps. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. Overall, I'd say a good couple of episodes. Yeah, Julie Newmar there was a does lot a good of, job. Although it was more like just one episode that they stretched out to two. Yeah, because that, there like I said, of, there was we a spent lot a lot of time with being, it. Yeah, lots of running and lots of being lost in halls and caves. Yeah, they really stretched out the first 10 or 15 minutes of this. So anyway, any... Uh, any thoughts on this episode? Any, no, any, any comments to add? No, I can't really, uh, can't really think of uh, very many, to be honest with you. Any comments on this one particular episode? Um, except that it must not have been a bottomless pit. Catwoman does return. Yes. And, uh, She's back. And I, and, I, and I like to think that it, a lot of it had to do with just Bruce is a relatively lazy man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, we learned a few things in this episode. Yeah. So overall, a good episode. 51. It's only up from here. Exactly. Right? Yeah, I like to think so. So next episode is a Penguin episode with yeah. a... I think this will be a fun one. So yeah. Well, he goes straight. It's a, The Penguin goes straight, yeah. So you have that to look forward to. Exactly. Send us emails. Send us what you think of cats at what, Steve. What, what, what did you think of, uh, of Kubrick's direction of the episode, though? It was great. Fantastic. It was, yeah. No, no question. So send us emails, send us your cat stories if you have any, stevenandy oh, nice. at gmail.com. Post on our Facebook wall, post about your favorite kind of cat, post cat videos. Yeah, um, exactly. Facebook.com slash steveandandy, all one word. And leave us iTunes reviews. I, we haven't gotten any in a long time. I'm, I'm sad about that, and, and I shouldn't be sad. That, <laughs> okay, makes, you're sad about it. I'm, I'm really sad. I, I can't sleep at night. Um... Yeah, leave us iTunes reviews. Tell your friends. Tell your families. Get, go to school. Hand out flyers. Tell your teachers. Tell, I mean, who, who else can they tell? Tell random strangers on the street about our show. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be forever grateful. Yeah. I'll talk to you later. All right. Talk to you later. <laughs>